Hey, welcome to Capital Edge Church. How are you doing today? Come on, so good. If you don't know me, my name is Hamish. My wife and I, we look after the youth here. Oh, come on, yeah, come on. Burn youth. Or if you're in grade 6 to 12, or if you've got a kid in grade 6 to 12, send them along on Feb 3rd, week 1 of term 1. It's going to be fantastic. But who's got their Bibles today? Come on. Oh, good, 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 good. Open up your Bibles. We're jumping right into Psalm chapter 1. I'm reading for the ESV today. Yeah, it's good to you. <laughs> Here we go. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Amen. It's been so nice recently. I've been spending some more time with my dad uh, going walks uh, around Point uh, Hut Pond down in Gordon. We've been waking up at the crack of dawn, 5.15 in the morning and going for a walk around the pond. And it's just been such a good time with you, Dad, and I've loved doing that. Um, but it's helped me appreciate the blessed life that we live. You know, man, living in Canberra, living in Australia, we are so, so blessed. How blessed are we? We live such a blessed life. And this Psalm, Psalm chapter 1, it talks about how we can live this blessed life. It starts with, blessed is the man. I, I don't think a single one of us doesn't want to live a blessed life. No one wishes a wicked life on themselves. We all want a blessed life. Another word for blessed in, uh, if you look in the original language, is happy. The pursuit of happiness. Everyone wants a happy life. We want a happy, blessed life. We want to feel joy when we wake up in the morning. We want the birds to be chirping. We want to step out to go to work with a smile on our face. We all want a happy kind of life. And this psalm, it, it's both instruction and a warning. It is instruction in the way that it can show us how to live a blessed life. We've been talking about the pathway of life this month. But it's also a warning against a different kind of life. Two ways of living. The blessed life and the wicked life. Two pathways we can walk down. The pathway of life or the pathway of death. And I love the way that Pastor Alan put it last week. He said, you got two choices. Stairway to heaven or a highway to hell. <laughs> and I, I would be surprised if any Christian would say that they want the highway to hell. No one wants that. No one wants to choose a pathway that leads to death. No one would choose that for their life. No, no one would pick that if they had the choice. We all know what Romans 6.23 says, that the wages of sin is death. We don't want to choose that. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. We all know 
what Meg preached about a couple of weeks ago in Hebrews 12, that it's sin that so easily entangles us and can stop us from chasing after God. We know the trappings. We know the pathway of death. We would never choose that. We all know that Jesus said in John 10 that it's the enemy that came to bring us death, but that he came to give us life and life more abundant. We all know that. And so we would never knowingly or willingly choose the pathway of death, right? Psalm 1, 1 is basically saying, if you want this kind of blessed life, if you want the happy life, the good life, the blessed life, then you'll avoid these three things. Number one, walking in the counsel of the wicked. Number two, standing in the way of sinners. And number three, sitting in the seat of scoffers. If you want a blessed life this year, if you want to live and walk the pathway of life, avoid those three things. The title of my message today, if you're taking notes, is I've got a new way to walk. I've got a new way to walk. Come on, let's pray as we start. Oh, Lord Jesus, just speak through me today. Oh, Holy Spirit, just move today in our hearts and our minds, Lord. Lord, I pray that we catch what you want to say to us today. The pathway of life. Show us your ways, Lord. Lord, that we may delight in your law, that we may meditate on your word day and night. Lord, I pray that we get excited this year about receiving instruction and direction from you. Lord, show us your ways. Show us how you want us to walk in 2023. And everybody said, amen, amen. I think if we look at Psalm 1 and we look at some key words and maybe what different translations would say, then maybe God this morning will reveal to us what he's wanting to say to us. So if you get your Bibles and you're looking at Psalm 1, you'll notice there's three lines and there's three key words in each line, right? So you've got walk, counsel, wicked, stands, way, sinners, and sits, seat, scoffers. Let's look into that first line today. Walk in the counsel of the wicked. Walk, what does it mean to walk? We, we know what walking is, I'm doing it right now. But walk, if you look at the word, it's the same word used in Genesis 5, when it says Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close relationship with God. Woo. That same word for walking in the counsel of the wicked is the one also used for Adam and Eve walking in the garden with God. Enoch walking in close fellowship with God. Even, even Noah walking in close relationship with God. It's used that same way. It means to come alongside. If you're walking with someone or walking in the counsel of something you're having fellowship with. Counsel, second word. We know what that means. That means advice. Wicked. That means morally wrong. Having a sinful nature. So if you were to walk in the counsel of the wicked, it would mean that you would come alongside the advice of the morally corrupt. Second one, stand in the way of sinners. Stand. It means more than just what I'm doing right now. It means setting yourself, staying, remaining, setting yourself, establishing 
yourself, rooting yourself. Way, it means direction. It means habit. It means course of life that you've chosen. And sinners, is, a sinner is someone who breaks God's commandments, breaks his law. Someone who has pitted themselves against God in rebellion. So stand in the way of sinners means set yourself on the same course of life of those against God. Wow. Sit in the seat of scoffers. Sit. That means dwell, abide, place. Settle yourself in. Get comfy. It's the same word used in Genesis 13 when it says, so Abram settled in the land of Canaan. Seat. Well, if sit means to dwell, then seat is dwelling place, right? Scoff, scoffers, to boast, to mock. A scoffer is someone who boasts about their sin and mocks God. So if you were to sit in the seat of scoffers, what that would mean is that you would settle yourself down You'd settle yourself down. Oh, I hope this holds my weight this morning. You would settle yourself down and get comfy in the house of someone who mocks God by sinning and bragging about him. We went on a holiday earlier last year, well, actually later last year, and we were planning on going to Wollongong, Meg and Jones and I. That was the plan, at least. So we rocked up to Wollongong, and we took Jones to the beach. He'd never been to the beach before, so we spent a couple of hours there. And then as the day was getting later, we thought, oh, we better rock up to our, our accommodation. And we'd booked uh, Airbnb, and we rocked up. It was, the sun was setting. We were getting ready for dinner and to put Jones to bed. And when we pull up, it kind of looked like the picture online. It kind of did. I'll give them that. But there was a big skip bin in the front. And it seemed like they'd be doing some, some demolition or, or something because there was a, a bunch of guff in there. And we're like, okay, just don't freak out just yet. It'll be all right. I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell her, but I'm really trying to tell myself. Um, it's our one holiday of the year. Better not mess it up, Hamish. We walk up to the door. We go in, and it is not what we thought. Uh, it's dirty, it's not fit for our son. We, the biggest, th the craziest thing, well, there's two things, actually. Uh, there was a construction guy working out in the background. There was some tradies in the backyard just working with their power tools, just going for it. They had their dog locked up down the side of the house and it was barking and yapping at us the whole time. And then, uh, trust me, I'm, I'm not jaded by this experience at all. <laughs> I've healed and moved past this. But the biggest thing was there was like... A death trap pit in the living room. I know, right? Next to like where the dining table was, there was like this, um, you know, those like spiral staircases going down into what looked like a dungeon <laughs> from a horror movie. Like it was spooky. I didn't know what was down there. There was no lights. And it was just totally open. Like you could just trip down there. They, they, now granted, they put a couple pot plants in front of the entrance to it. Like that's going to stop our sun right? And it was a hazard. It was dangerous. So we contacted the, the host and we cancelled the booking and, and I was just, we were panicked. We were so upset, weren't we? We were just really upset. We didn't, we, it was our one holiday for the year. We, it was ruined. And then um, we just decided, look, 
It's either go home and just call it a day or we can rebook. So what we did was we were trying to find a place in Wollongong, another Airbnb. Everything was either booked out or too expensive. So then we changed our plans. We were going to go to Sydney and we got a hotel in, in the heart of Darling Harbour. And then so the next morning we got up and we started driving there. If you know anything about my driving skills, you will know that they are subpar. If you know anything about my listening skills, they are about the same. And so driving through the city of Sydney with Meg in the passenger seat with her map app on her phone trying to direct me, me not listening to a thing she, or just focusing on the first thing she said but not the second or the third thing she said. i got to remember my, our premarital counselling because listening was a big one for me. But I was struggling to listen and we were getting lost and the traffic was building up and, and we were just... It, what turned... What started out being civil conversation just derailed and devolved into just screaming. And we arrive at the hotel parking lot and we park the car and we just, we just sigh. And then the rest of the week, it was forecast rain every day. And so some of the things we wanted to do, we couldn't do. On, I believe, the last day before we left, we, we, we had some adventures sort of thing that we'd booked and we had to leave the hotel at a certain time and we wanted to get lunch and so we ordered menu log. And the menu log took like over two and a half hours to rock up, at which point we had already had to leave because we were going to miss our booking. Um, and so just, the, just everything that could go wrong went wrong. Things went from bad to worse. Have you ever had something like that? When you just you wanted to go somewhere, you wanted to do something, and it just derailed from bad to worse. No one intends their journey to end up like that. If you're talking about life, no one intends to walk down the, the pathway of death. No one intends for things to snowball, get out of control. No one, no one wakes up one day and goes, oh, I would like to just spiral out of control in my life. No one chooses that. But one small detour becomes a U-turn. One pit stop that could have just been a pause becomes a pitfall that leads to peril. There's a song by Casting Crowns called Slow Fade. It's a slow fade when you give yourself away. It's a slow fade when black and white turn to grey. Thoughts invade, choices made. A price will be paid when you give yourself away. People never crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. Psalm 1 is a slow fade. Walking, standing, sitting are not three points in a three-point sermon. They're not three separate ideas that you need to avoid. They are one and the same. They are three steps in a progression away from God. See, first you're walking. And then you're standing. And before you know it, you're sitting. It's a slow fade. First you walk in the counsel of the wicked. Maybe you start taking on the advice of people that are not godly. Now, I'm not speaking against having non-Christian friends. We need to be witnessing to our friends. But walking in the counsel of the wicked is when you've crossed a certain point where no longer are you influencing them, but their opinions and their worldviews are influencing you. 
Initially, you were standing strong and you were running after Jesus. But now you are lending an ear. You are getting distracted by what sounds like wisdom, but is not from God. You've given a part of your mind that should have been meditating on His law day and night. You've surrendered that over to a voice that is not the Holy Spirit's. Maybe you haven't fully backslidden yet. You're not standing on ungodly principles and you're not sitting with people who mock God. But maybe you've just gone off-road a little bit. Maybe you have strayed from the path laid before you. The next one, I wonder if you identify with this. Stand in the way of sinners. Now you've taken it a step further. Not just walking in some advice, but now you've actually decided to stand and set yourself on a course of life, on a direction of life that is contrary to God. You are standing in a sinful lifestyle. You are standing on worldly wisdom, on pithy platitudes, on stuff that makes you feel good but isn't from God. You've crossed a turning point where your course of life has been reset away from the things of God and away from the pathway of life. And the last one, sitting in the seat of scoffers. Now you've settled down and and you've gotten yourself comfy in a place where you brag about the lifestyle you've chosen. You brag about getting your Sundays off to go down to the coast and do whatever you want. You brag about the choices you've made. It's the heart of someone who looks their maker in their eyes and says, I don't need you. And the person who's sitting here, they never thought they would get here. That's the thing. You're all sitting in your seats right now thinking, that'll never be me. That's that other person that left church a few months ago. Oh, that's my neighbor. You're thinking about other people, but this is a message for you. It's a warning. I'm not saying this is where you are, but I'm saying this is where you don't want to be. The person who's sitting here, they never thought they would get here. But before they sat, they stood. And before they stood, they just walked. It reminds me of Edmund from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He got comfy in a sled, getting buddy-buddy with the white witch, eating sweet treats from her hand. And likewise, we can nestle ourselves in a comfortable lie that we can live the way we want to live in a life riddled with sin and it'll turn out okay. That is a lie from the enemy. He has come to steal and kill and destroy you. But Jesus, he's come to bring you life, life more abundant. I feel like Jesus... I feel like Jesus is saying to someone today, I've got a new way to walk. I've got a new way to walk for you. This is what he's saying. Get up from that seat. Start walking with people you shouldn't be walking with. Start walking in a spirit you shouldn't be walking in. Just as I walked with Adam and Eve in the garden, just as I walked in close relationship with Enoch, I call you now to walk with me. I've got a new way to walk. I've got a new way to walk. And when you choose Jesus' new way to walk, 
when you choose to turn away from the pathway of death and set yourself on the pathway of life, what he does, Isaiah 30, and your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk it. When you turn to the right or turn to the left, man, when you get on the pathway to life, when you stop walking in the advice of the wicked and start walking in the word of God, when you start walking every day, following the the voice of the Holy Spirit, whenever you look to the left, whenever you look to the right, whenever you think about going back, His voice says, this is the way. Walk in it. So you walk on the path of life and a friend tries to convince you otherwise. You look to the left. The voice of the Lord says, no, this is the way. Keep walking. Keep going. A, A bad event happens in your life that makes you question. So you start to turn back. The voice of the Lord, the voice of the Holy Spirit says, this is the way. Keep walking. Keep walking. I feel like Dory from Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just just keep walking. Don't give up. Don't give up. The gateway to the pathway of death is wide. Many will walk down it. Don't give up. Don't turn away. Don't turn away. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, this is the way you should walk. This is the way I want to direct you. This is the course of life that I want you to walk down. Don't listen to the voices of wicked people. Don't walk in their advice. Don't stand in the way that sinners stand. Don't sit in the seat of scoffers, but live for Jesus. Listen to His voice. Listen to His voice. (laughs) It's been a blessing to walk with my dad every week but how much more blessed is the life of someone who walks with their heavenly dad how much more blessed I imagine Adam and Eve walking in the garden that kind of relationship where they're walking in step with their father in the cool of the evening blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers this is the new way to walk But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates both day and night. He is like a a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. When you live a life for Jesus, when you choose to walk the way he wants you to walk, then you live in a life more abundant. You live in a life planted at the source of life by streams of water you live a life that is fruitful in every season whether you're good, bad, happy, sad grouchy, glad you live a life that does not wither you live a life of longevity of health and of prosperity that's the pathway of life it leads to Jesus it leads to Jesus I want us to stand this morning let's all stand to our feet Two Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, now new has come. I want to give you an opportunity this morning, if we can close our eyes and bow our heads. The first person I want to pose a decision to is someone who might be walking in the counsel of the wicked. Maybe you're not sitting or standing just yet, 
but maybe you feel like you are walking in advice that is not from God. Maybe you've strayed a little bit. You've turned your ear to advice that is not from the Holy Spirit. If that's you today and you want to walk the way Jesus wants you to walk this year, can I just get you to put your hand up? One, two, three. Put your hand up if that's you. Just be honest with yourself and God. Thank you. See that hand. If anyone is challenged by the message today, put your hand up. If anyone's challenged and wants to say to God, I I choose to live the way you want me to live. Come on. Okay, let's pray for those people. Lord, I just thank you that, that your word has touched some people today, Lord, and that they receive that call, they receive that challenge to walk the pathway of life, to walk the way you intend them to walk. Lord, I pray that this year that the only voice that they give any power in their life is the voice of your spirit, that they stop walking in the wrong company and they start walking with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The other person I want to give uh, a a choice today to is someone who has never walked with Jesus. Maybe you've had some experience of church in the past, but today, if you were honest with yourself, you would say, I'm not a Christian. I don't have a relationship with Jesus. I'm not walking with Him. If that's you, maybe you've made a decision to walk with Him before, but you turned away from it completely. Or maybe you've never decided to walk with Jesus. I want to give you that decision, uh, that opportunity today. If that's you and you want to walk with Jesus, put your hand up. One, two, three. If there's anyone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just bless Capilez Church. Lord, bless them. Lord, may this theme this month not just be a theme, not just be a topical thing, not a talking point, but Lord, I pray as a church, we grab a hold of it. That we grab a hold of the life that you've come to give us, as it says in John 10. Lord, I pray that we grab hold of that and we live a year, we live a life chasing after you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you bless every man and woman, every child, every youth here, that they go out into their week, they go out tomorrow, committed to set themselves on a path following you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Come on. He leads us. He guides us.